the best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. Welcome back. But we do have joining us now via the phone the coordinator of the Confederation of Regional Business Chambers. That's Mr. Jay Shima Lilad Harrison. Good morning to you. Uh, a pleasant morning to you, Satish, and a pleasant morning to your listening audience. Nice to have you with us here this morning. The Confederation of Regional Business Chambers represents the voice of a large number of business groups. And business, the, the business sector, obviously is going to be very much concerned about the discussions we're having at this point in time when it comes to crime. Um, the, the most recent developments at the, the UNC's town hall meeting on Monday, the issue of a state of emergency was brought up again, and that in itself has brought a lot of discussion. There are people for and against. An online poll suggested 74% of the respondents wanted the state of emergency. Here on this program, we've done polls. People are very, very supportive. Some are split straight down the middle. Um, what is the Confederation's view on a call for a state of emergency to deal with crime? Well, Satish, we must start off by this question. What are the results we are pursuing? Um, the, 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 the state of emergency is important in addressing crime, but right now, it is the last weapon you have in your arsenal of things that you can do. Now, I do agree with one thing. When we had the state of emergency around 2011 or thereabouts, a lot of businesses were hurt. And the thing about it too, it was not handled, it was handled in a very rushed way. And that also created a room for litigation to take place when the state of emergency was lifted. What I would suggest is that we look at what Jamaica is doing to address crime, where there is state of emergencies in certain areas and implemented curfews. These are things that we need to look at, and we must also try to understand the most important legal ramifications that take place with a state of emergency. Now, we have to deal with the crime. The nonchalant approach that we are seeing is unacceptable, and a lot of it pertains to gang violence. There has been a suggestion by a former Commissioner of Police and National Security Minister, Mr. Griffith, to classify the criminal gangs as terrorists. I am more in favor of that at this time, and, but, but at the same time, on a parallel track, um, government needs to understand, let him understand, map out and plan out the implications and impacts of a state of emergency and how this would affect the national economy. Because businesses right now, especially the members of the Confederation, the small and medium enterprises are going through a lot of difficulties trying to stay afloat. And um, that is a factor that needs to be considered um, as you go forward. But you have to address the crime. I think the suggestion of treating the criminal gangs as terrorists is the way to go forward. Do you think that any of, well, that recommendation in particular, I, I as well find favor with? Um, because I think it's a creative approach to deal with a problem that for some reason we've not been able to get a handle on. But there's a bigger picture that, that well, a rather bigger issue whether or not the administration of the day will accept any of the recommendations that are being made. Because let's, let's not beat around the bush. Politics plays a great role in everything that we do. And it seems as though political expediency trumps the country's betterment. 
because there were some wonderful suggestions coming out of the UNC's forum. I mean, there have been wonderful suggestions in the public domain for a long period of time. We have criminologists making all kinds of pronouncements and suggestions, and none of those have resonated with the administration of the day. If, if that has been the track record, do you really expect anything to change? Okay. I, that is a loaded question, Satish. At this point in time, the way how things are going, no, things will not change. The matter is that the population is suffering, and we are on the verge of a national crisis regarding crime, security, and, and, and murders and violence. A call has to be made by the major stakeholders in this country to tell the government it is time that you sit up and listen to what we are going through. It is time to bring out the army to work with the police to enhance the manpower and serve as a deterrent to criminals. The time has come to bring legislation to parliament and a call regarding bail, which is not going to infringe on human rights, but some aspects relating to bail to the bail bill to curtail crime and to to do, do classify the criminal gangs of, of terrorists and deal what has to be done regarding um, groups that are, that are classed in such a manner as terrorists. We have to begin to be the dismantling of... But the time has come for government to sit up and listen because if this criminality continues to prevail, it will be accompanied by a decaying society, a decaying business sector, and governance and all the principles of governance will be thrown out the window. They cannot, I mean, I want to, I want to make reference to your sister newspapers, the Trinidad Guardian, the editorial, which is time to stop the inaction about crime. And that, that, that editorial was spot on. I call on the government, the Confederation calls on the government, the country calls on the government to do something. But don't just do something just like that, consult. Talk to us, talk to business, talk to law, talk to civil society. Um, something has to be done. The time for this type of insularity is over. Yeah. We've had uh, numerous conversations with various stakeholders, um, business uh, and otherwise, and they've all lamented that trying to get the air of the administration is difficult, if not poke to the head of the TNT Chamber of Industry and Commerce, the largest chamber in the country, representing some of the, the largest business entities that we have, outside and apart from the Energy Chamber. And they have both been making comments, the TNT Chamber in particular, saying that they've been trying to get in touch with the police commissioner, and it has not been working. Um, and and when you have that hurdle to cross, saying that something needs to be done and the government needs to do something is all well and good. But is that something that anybody can actually bring about? What I want to say is this. The, the fact that it is difficult to reach the commissioner, it is difficult to reach the higher echelons of government, is a clear indication that they are failing the country. And... We live in a democratic society. The, the thing is, it is the people, with the exception of the commissioner, it is the people who is the employee of the government. And the people have to now take a stand. 
and they have to tell the government by way of protest, by way of a march. I'm talking about peaceful protests, peaceful and orderly marches, conducting it in a very in a very proper way. Mm. That they have to tell the government, enough is enough. It is time that you listen. I don't know what other tools the people could use to get them to do it. The media is doing their part. Um, as I said, there was a fantastic, there is a fantastic editorial in your Guardian newspaper today. Something has to be done. They shoot it in MOVA. I mean, I have no connections with MOVA, but I mean, these are our citizens that have been gone down. And it is putting a deep psychological impact on the average man on the street. I am driving home in the evening and I'm always frantically looking at my rearview mirror to see that I'm not being followed. I mean, this is really, really um, telling on the, on the population. So the time has come for the government to listen. And the, the commissioner of police have to have the courage to meet with groups. We don't want to work against the police. We want to work with the police and mm-hmm. help this whole issue with crime be resolved. Because if you don't, if you have, if you have too much high levels of crime, like right now, business investment and business expansion will all grind to a halt. Yeah. Because confidence is lost. One of the things that, well, this is just my personal opinion, um, that I think impedes progress in this in this department is um, there are certain elements of the administration who think that suggestions and talking about certain things is only done by persons who are opposed to the administration. And I, I don't think that's the case. I think there are people who are genuinely concerned and want better and really couldn't care about who look good and who look bad but uh, uh, are determined about getting results. And that's of paramount importance. The, the business community at this point in time, under the Confederation, um, I know that there was a lot of concern ending last year when it comes to crime. I don't know if you all have had discussions with your membership this uh, already for the year, if it's too early or what's going on, but, but what are some of the, the expectations of the business community when it comes to what this year is going to look like. Are you all expecting a better year than last year? Unless the government start to engage other stake, other stakeholders, business, civil society, um, and other, other stakeholders, the situation will just get worse. If the commissioner of police is in, so pardon, if the commissioner of police is inaccessible, it's going to get worse. Mm. So, uh, amongst the business community, what are some of the, the measures that are being undertaken at this point in time to treat with the crime outside and apart of the officials, such as the, 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 the administration and everything else? Well, all we could do is pay for security, mm. security cameras, alarms. Um, that's, that's the best that, that we could do right now. Um, in terms of um, obtaining FULs for businesses, we have the most one of the most restrictive firearms act in the world. I'm sorry to say this, but it is easier to get an illegal gun in Trinidad than to obtain a legal gun through a FUL. Mm-hmm. And that itself is a very vexing situation. That act needs to be amended to give genuine business owners a, a chance to survive and a chance against the criminals. And this is why government needs, especially the Minister of National Security, the Attorney General and the Prime Minister, that access to sit up and listen and understand that things Attitudes need to change, directions need to change, and that you have to understand and come up with tangible solutions regarding how to mitigate crime, classify the criminal gangs as terrorists, 
and sent in the joint patrols to make arrests. It has to stop. Seize the guns. Something is happening. I mean, McDonald Jacob, the last police commissioner, did make public statements that guns are coming from a legal port of entry. Can't we do our undercover sting operation on the customs to see what is going on and arrest those culpable of bringing in those type of containers? What is the position with the scanners at the port? We are hearing all kinds of things, but are the scanners they are operational? That is the problem. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, I'll, I'll take you back to the discussion that I'm not too sure we asked the question yet responded. The state of emergency. This morning, on the front page as well, there's the talk about going after the big fish. And in there, there's a discussion about a state of emergency and whether that can help us. Just tell us your comments again on that. Satish, I am very much open to a state of emergency, but there must be certain conditions where it wouldn't hurt businesses and will still not um, directly impact too heavy on people's rights. But yes, a state of emergency, but with conditions. Yeah, and, and I think, but what, what are the conditions? Okay, the whole, the whole issue of um, understanding how that would hurt businesses that operate in the night, like um, restaurants and nightclubs and so forth, and bars, which is important. Um, I think the whole issue of um, not trying their best to inhibit um, movement of people within their own communities. I would also like to see um, the courts work quite proper in the, and expedite those who are being detained so that those who have been accidentally detained could be um, released, but those who are criminal perpetrators could be held and special trials could be held for them as well. Mm, okay. As we're going to leave our interview here this morning. Thank you so much for being with Satish, us. Satish, have, have a good day and keep up the good work. The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5.